0: Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio on the C Suite Network. Very excited today because in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking with Jeff Nicholson of Pegasystems. Jeff. Uh, is going to talk to us about how AI, artificial intelligence, is really uh, going to enhance the relationships that we have with our customers. I am holding in my hand a great study, uh, what uh, what consumers really think about AI. We'll talk about that uh, in our show. But one of the reasons we're doing the show is that Jeff and I just did a webinar. So some of you may be working out on a treadmill and can't write anything down right now. That's okay. Some of you are driving. I encourage you not to write anything down right now. But what I want you to do, if you are uh, not able to write anything down, go to the website, amazingbusinessradio.com. You'll see the Jeff Nicholson episode. And click on that. And below, I will make sure that you have the link to be able to uh, watch this video webinar that we did. It's this is a great little interview. We talked about some of the things that we're going to be talking about on the show, and I can't wait for you to hear it from Jeff today and maybe go back and hear some new things and reflect on it uh, with the, uh, and I say it's a webinar, it's really more of a, a video interview. It's, it's really quite good. We'll also give you a link uh, to get to the study about uh, what consumers really think about AI. All right, so with that in mind, I'm not going to take up any more time. We're going to take a real short break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Jeff Nicholson. So don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. If customer service is the new marketing and content marketing is one of the hottest marketing trends, then it makes sense that your customer service and experience strategy would include a content marketing strategy. Delivering relevant content, not blatant promotional content, is part of the value that you can bring to your customers. You can become an influential voice in your industry, which creates more leads, loyalty, and brand recognition. And that's where PowerPost Comes in. This solution will help you be more organized and efficient in the way you publish and post content to social channels, websites, blogs, email, and more. And the team at PowerPost can provide consultation and services to help your brand evolve into a modern day marketer. Turn your company into a publishing machine that adds value to your customer's experience. Learn more at www.powerpost.com digital that's www.powerpost.digital
1: this is amazing business radio with Shep Hyken
0: We're back on Amazing Business Radio, and I promised you another amazing interview, and that's exactly what's going to happen today because, as promised, we have Jeff Nicholson from Pegasystems. Jeff is the vice president of CRM product marketing, CRM, customer relationship management. He leads uh, the CRM division. He leads with vision and strategy. This guy is also known as a thought leader in the industry. I've had a chance to know Jeff for about the last oh, I'm going to say almost a year and a half, I attended my first conference of Pegasystems. They call it Pegaworld uh, just last year. I went back again this year, had a chance to connect with them in between when I was up in Boston where their headquarters are. Great guy, unbelievable knowledge, and we're going to be talking about a number of things, but one of the most intriguing things is today artificial intelligence, AI, is, is huge, and everybody's worried about it disrupting people's jobs. And the amazing, is many customers, many people use AI or, or have interacted with artificial intelligence every single day and don't even know they're doing it. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about much more. Jeff, welcome to Amazing Business Radio.
1: Great to be here, Chef. Again,
0: again. So we're going to. Where do we start? Yeah, you know, we. we where do we start here? Uh, I want to start with this report because. Um, We've been talking about AI now for several decades, and if you think back to some of the movies like uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey, which I believe was probably done, what, 30 or 40 years ago? don't know the exact year, but like how the computer kind of freaked a lot of people out. And here we are today, um, and some of us don't even realize we're talking or interacting with computers, and I think that's a good place to start. It's very customer-friendly
1: today. It really has become. And a lot of the things that you mentioned came out in the research study. Now, this is a study of, of 6,000 global consumers. And we asked them their, their attitudes, perceptions of AI. And just like you were getting at, we asked them, Have you ever interacted with AI? And 34% was all that said yes. However, in their responses, 84% are actually using it uh, on, a, on a frequent basis just because of the types of things that they're interacting with on a day to day basis. Now where it got really interesting, just what you were saying about how in 2001, we said, well, how do you describe what AI can do? And there was a handful uh, that did get it right. We saw about 51% said it could think logically, another 35% said it could replicate human interaction, Uh, 37% saying it can interpret speech, and half said it could solve problems, and, and more than that said it could learn. That's exactly what AI is about. Now, that being said, we, we saw 14% say that it could actually feel emotion, uh, which is a very Terminator-like thing. Uh, a, a smaller percent, but a, but a percentage uh, did say, uh, uh, "quote unquote," it could control your mind. Uh, and another 10% saying that they feared it might take over the world. So there's there's varying perceptions out there, and these, this is what we want to want to uncover in this study: uh, some of the myths and realities that are out there regarding AI and and what we're seeing is that there is still a, a apprehension for those that aren't aware what it really is on um, what it is and how it could to help them. And the data actually show that as the, you begin to interact uh, with AI and, and, and become aware that you're interacting with some form of AI that is delivering value, you become very comfortable uh, and certainly double more as comfortable as those that are. Uh, feel otherwise.
0: And I'll say, you not only comfortable, but also you become dependent on it as well.
1: well a- absolutely right. Absolutely right. And There, there was an interesting uh, other piece of, of data. 33% uh, when, when asked what scares you the most said, it's never going to know me and my preferences as well as a human being. I, I, I was at an AI conference where I, I asked the, the group that same question. Do they agree with it? And they thought the opposite was true. Because the data is often so explicit, it can actually understand you very well. And and if it can offer you things of value on a day-to-day basis that either you don't have time to think about uh, or that you didn't realize are of interest to you, like you and I, when we go on uh, sites like Amazon and all of a sudden the right things in front of us are Zappos, and hey, that, that looks exactly like what I'm interested, funny enough. And uh, they're now rolling trucks with things before you order them. All this stuff is happening because it really can know you pretty well.
0: Right, and that, that whole concept of predictive analytics, uh, people think that data, so what's happening is data is finally being able to be executed upon in such a way that, that it's relevant, important, uh, and needed by the customer. One of the things that I've written about is that, and I think you'll agree with this, is that the data is out there. So if I am a customer and I'm one of, I don't know, a few thousand customers a company has, the data that I give them is how often do I buy, what do I buy, when do I buy, you know, all types of different, you know, how much do I spend when I buy? There's all types of things that go into making up my profile. And when my profile out of several thousand customers is the same as exactly the same as 2,000 other customers, well, if, if, if 1,999 have already done what I'm about to do there's a pretty good chance I'm going to do what they do and the computer or the artificial intelligence can predict that I mean, it's pretty much that simple they're thereby giving me a relevant experience like how do they know that about me well I'm
1: not I am
0: unique uh, in many ways I'm very unique but in some ways as a customer I might be very similar to several other types of customers or many
1: you know all types of customers well, that, and that's exactly, it. And, that, and you hit on the key difference here, Jeff, which is data. AI has, is, is, has, quite honestly, been around for a long, long time, and has been used uh, in marketing, even, and customer experience for a long, long time. What is a long, long time?
0: Has, let's let's put a time
1: to uh, it. More more than a decade. Uh, I would probably argue in in various forms, decades. Mm-hmm. Um, although although more simplistic forms. Right. Uh, AI is not, is not just cognitive and, and things like that. There's a lot of other forms of, of, of AI used in making decisions and executing process.
0: Right. One of the things, and, and I don't mean to jump on another subject, but to give a quick example mm-hmm. of that, how many years has email been around? I, 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 <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, it's been around more than a decade. I know that. I, 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 I personally don't know how far back it goes, but we have something called the junk folder. And somehow the spam goes into the junk folder. And this, by the way, is an example that you shared with me. I think it may actually be in the report. And by the way, I, I errantly called it uh, the executive summary. It's actually what consumers really think about AI. That's what the name of the report is. It's a global study, that, and their executive summary is within that. So uh, I, I, I don't know whether I heard it from you, but how does yeah. the Outlook or Gmail system know to put an email into spam? it recognizes it, it looks at it, it may also remember actions that you took when you moved it to spam, when you first got your first email from whoever it was, and then guess what? It just starts showing up there. I mean, it, that's artificial intelligence at
1: work. It is, and it's this combination of pattern recognition, it's, it's using uh, natural language processing to rip the content and understand the, the types of things that are, are being said, uh, as well as the nature of origin of the sender, a lot of different things are coming to bear, all in in real time, and it's making our lives better, and it has been for quite a long, long time. And when we see the shift to to being applied to this greater area of customer experience ac- across digital properties, across um, even live face to face interactions with employees and systems, better guiding those employees. Uh, the things that that has really happened is the the abundance of data Chef, that you talked about. Uh, suddenly. The world now has this incredible fuel with which to power these AI engines that just simply wasn't available in such abundance in years past. And now we can learn uh, much faster and about many more things. And it's no longer can or should we use AI. It's where else can and should we be using AI across our our enterprises to, to, to guide these experiences.
0: Right. So many people are concerned, uh, you know, it's going to take over the world. That was one of, of the uh, I, I love it. As I'm looking at the graphic that you have in the report, 8 uh, percent feels it controls your mind and 10 percent feel it's going to take over the world. <laughs> so one thing people are concerned about, it's going to take away their jobs. Any comment on that?
1: Uh, yes, absolutely. And uh, I would say it is it is not true. Uh, and our stance is actually it'll make our jobs better. And to, to give you an illustration, let, let's think about what happens on a day-to-day basis uh, in a in a customer service environment. You have a, perhaps a CSR on a phone and you're, you're getting these calls day in, day out on very tedious things. I don't want to find out my, my account balance. Uh, why did I, I didn't overdraft, why did you charge me overdraft? And, and all these very simple things. Um, last payment date, and uh, state of a current uh, case that I've opened with you, uh, delivery or activation of a card. Very simple things that are very tedious, don't add a lot of value to the end customer. They just want to know the answer. They don't want to dialogue about something that's you know, pretty intimate uh, or or long-term. So what happens with, with AI is that you can actually get in front of these things and actually sense, uh, for example, that an account is moving toward overdraft. And because the last day of the month, they take out $500 and there really isn't $500 there. So AI can sense those types of movements and actually push out uh, a, a notification to that account holder and say, you look to be trending toward this. You haven't done it yet. Everything's great. We're just looking out for you. Uh, if if you have it covered, fine, but you may want to transfer some, some money over so you don't end up with an overdraft. And if you knew that you're... you're bank was looking out for you in that way, wouldn't that make you feel better? hundred oh, percent. that's what it's all about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. AI, yeah. And not only and, that. So AI saying, is
1: looking out for you. Yeah. But I'm talking you. I want to get back to your question, which was you were asking about the, the, the poor employee, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what's happening there is that call isn't coming into that contact center to ask about that, that overdraft. Why did you overdraft me? Because I, I didn't mean to do that. Credit me back that money. And it's not an enjoyable conversation for that employee, nor nor the customer. So the opportunity for AI is both to make the customer experience better, but that employee, the calls they're taking are are more engaging. They're more about more serious things that they can add value to the relationship on a day-to-day basis. They're getting yelled at a lot less. And we actually are seeing an interest of AI to be infused into the agent desktop to guide the employee. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a concept called next best action where the system knows the customer's state across their data and says, here's likely why they're calling, and here's what you should try and say next. And it's it's, it's the employee's wingman, uh, guiding them along so it makes their job better, like their own co-pilot.
0: Right. Jenny Romney of IBM says AI should be flipped around, and it should be IA, which is for the intelligent assistant, supporting somebody uh, in that environment who's supporting a customer by giving them great information, accessing data quicker our account information on the customer so there's there's lots happening hey we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about this i have a few other questions uh jeff and i have talked in the past about something called the channelless experience in customer service i think that's fascinating we've got a number of other ideas if we have time i want to cover them but don't go away there's so much to talk about we're talking with jeff nicholson uh the vice president of crm product marketing at one of my favorite companies Pega Systems, you're listening to Amazing Business Radio. Chef Heigen here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world class customer service training at your fingertips online 24 7 365 days a year just go to www.chefondemand.com. once again that's chefondemand.com. and remember always be amazing this is amazing business radio with Chef hyken All right. We're back on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network talking with Jeff Nicholson from Pegasystems. Jeff, we were just finishing up talking about how AI – is not going to disrupt people's jobs, uh, but actually will enhance their jobs. And uh, one of the things I also think it, it does is not only does it support the customer and help the customer feel good with the great example that you gave with the bank overdraft, but staying with the bank in, in financial industry, uh, if I've got a really basic question about what's the balance in my bank account, if I could log on or call in and interact with the computer, and by the way, the company needs to make that interaction easy as can be, frictionless. Today, it's almost as if I'm talking to somebody, the best systems. If I'm online, I'm, I'm doing what's called uh, a chat online, but a, a robotic uh, computer is actually answering me. Quick information, this is all I need. They ask a couple security questions. It's taken care of. I don't have to go online or go on the phone, wait on hold, uh you know, Give up uh, all that same information I can give up rather quickly to the computer, and I get my, inf- my answer quicker, which allows the customer service rep of a bank to focus on some bigger issues. Uh, one thing I want to get back to, though, before we go further, is you said some people are emotionally connected to AI, that it is able to create an emotional connection. And I'm thinking, am I having a love affair with Alexa? <laughs> and by the way, I mentioned well, her name, I, and my echo just lit up in my office. So.
1: That's hysterical. Well, it, 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 it's interesting. Unfortunately, the love is, is a one-way street, right? So uh, many people love their Alexa, uh, but but that, that survey data is saying that uh, 14% thought that the AI could feel emotion was, unfortunately, not true for some. Um, and so it's a one-way street when it comes to to that emotion. Uh, it, now, the the... It doesn't mean we don't love to interact with
0: it. Right, it's fun. I, I, you know, I love saying, "Hey, tell me a joke," and it tells me, you know, "Tell me a Donald Trump joke." Tell me a Hillary Clinton joke. Good, I got both sides. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to go one way or the other on the politics, but it's really fun when, when she comes back and <laughs> tells me a joke. <laughs> It's, and And we'll sit around and and my my family for fun we'll start having conversations with her you know I, it's really cool I'm laying on the couch and I got to tell you why I love her so much because I'll say Alexa, please tell harmony to turn on my TV I have a little harmony system which is an electronic system for my TV and she goes i'll be happy to and the TV goes on please turn turn up the volume uh you know turn to another channel I, I tell her what it is and it and it works. So it's amazing, anyway, hey let's uh, you know I mentioned channelless. Um, that's something that you and I talked about earlier this year uh, when we were t- together. Um, might have been even late last year, but I wrote an article in Forbes about this whole concept, thanks to you. you introduced this to me, and that was, you know all about the customer getting a better experience. So I'll let you share what the channelless experience is about.
1: Sure. We're having a lot of conversations about this right now, uh, ac- across brands and what they're, what they're re- realizing is they've hit a wall. They, they have, uh, for years been trying to build great experiences. Uh, but that, that phrase I just said is plural. <laughs> and that what they've done is, is built uh, logic into channels as they've emerged, uh, as email systems were, were born and got more intelligent. They built kind of rules into the email system as they built their web properties. They built rules and logic into the, into the web system. And so it could understand uh, hopefully uh, interactions happening again and again on, on that website. Um, as they looked to, uh, other things like, Hey, we should build a mobile app. They built logic and stuff into the mobile app. And I think you're sensing where it's going. Right. I mean, that, there, there's social channels, media channels, channels as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. all the – I see – when we talk about channels, I see it, how do we connect with a company. And there's 10 different ways, if not more, to connect with a company.
1: Yeah. It, you'd think that having more means than ever to communicate between companies and, and customers would bring us closer. But instead, it's actually making us farther apart because businesses are struggling with with – Having one experience across all, with understanding one customer, no matter where they go, and giving them the right experience to consume. And the channel shouldn't matter. That And what channelless is doing is it allows organizations to think about their strategies differently. They don't need to be omni-channel. Omni-channel means every channel. You don't need to be on every channel that exists in the world. You need to be wherever your customer needs you in that moment and give them that experience, whatever it is that they need. Regardless, you need to be channelless in your strategy. And what AI allows us to do is think about this differently. And what, what organizations are doing, they're putting AI into something called a customer decision hub that sits in the center of their business, not locked away inside of, of a channel. And what its job is to do is, is to sense these moments of need as they're happening, no matter where on what channel. Uh, and as they happen, and it does that by listening to data, as it happens, It senses patterns in the data. It then reaches out and assembles more data in real time from disparate data sources, first-party data, third-party data, uh, your customer profile that you talked about earlier, uh, even social feeds, whatever it thinks it needs in the moment to understand your context. And then it makes very smart decisions, and it learns over time and makes those decisions better and better. And then it initiates a communication or action through whatever channel or channels you may want to consume them in that moment. And in doing so, it carries your state – using this thing called uh, understanding of, of your, your your case and your, scent, your your state in that moment. And it moves with you and allows the business to be channelless. And and now these channels are just systems of execution. It doesn't matter. And you you're just always have that customer in the center of the business. And frankly, that's all Amazon's done uh, in, in recent years. They used to be called Amazon.com, if you, if you remember back that far. Right. Now they like to be called Amazon. And the reason is they realized uh, that's not – where you always are in front of your computer. Sometimes you're on your mobile phone. Uh, sometimes you're other places. So they built a mobile app, and now now you can be on a tablet, on a, on a on a phone, on a on a laptop, on a TV, and you can consume channel a channelist experience. It remembers your state. You press a button on your on your phone. You pick up your, your tablet. It's right where you left off. It's a channelist experience. It's not about the channel. Customers don't care about channel. Only you do. Uh, and it's only because it's getting in the way of the experience.
0: Right. So I would say, to sum that up, I would say channel-less, channel-less is a strategy, and an actual channel is a tactic.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a conduit, or it's a tactic. Yeah, it's the right. means of communication. It's not the what actually has to happen.
0: Right. It's, it's not what you're looking committed. for. You know, we want our customers to have a certain experience, and we really we, – we obviously care about how they connect with us, but we really don't care what what method, mode, what, if they're on PC, if they're walking in, if they're on the phone. It doesn't make any difference. They should have the consistent, great experience no matter what. And I'll go a step further – and I think AI does play a very valuable piece of this. But any good CRM, and this is one of the things that, you know, this year at Pegaworld, you were focused on artificial intelligence AI. Last year at Pegaworld, you were focused on being like the connector, bringing all of these different uh, areas of businesses together into one. And you used the word hub earlier, so I'll use that word. And I think that's a good way of describing it. If I happen to connect with you online, and a, a few minutes later, for whatever reason, I said, "You know what? I got this. This is not working. I've got to get into a deeper discussion with a real human being." And by the way, the best part of and the best AI systems is that they will seamlessly connect you with a human when it's necessary. They know it. But I decided to get on the phone. There's no reason that that person who I'm talking to in a customer support situation shouldn't be able to look at my uh, profile on screen. They have it right in front and realize, "Hey, this guy was just on." Our, you know, help system, and obviously became frustrated, and that's why he called me.
1: It should be well in, seamless. Go ahead. It should be seamless. It, it, it should be seamless, and and I would I would go a step further. It's not that 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 agent should know that you were just in the help system. It is not information uh, any longer that is sufficient to just serve up to our CSR. The opportunity here is to, to serve up real insight to them. And what AI allows you to do is instead of just saying they were on your help system, it'll actually say, here's what you should say next. Because whether you know it or not, this person was on this area of your website clicking in, uh, in the self service on these topics. Combine that with what they touched in, in the IVR that they were forced to deal with while they were waiting to talk to you. And here it is now, in a, in a, in a, wrapped up in a bow. What you should say next because of all those things that we already know about them, that they expect us to, frankly, know about them. And they're more frustrated than ever when they get to the end of that uh, roller coaster across the web and across the IVR. And the first thing the the agent says after clicking all those buttons is, Can I have your account number? How can I help you? Oh, I hate that. You
0: know, I tell well, this why. story over and over again, and I just love to tell it. It's like I called up. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, you know, sometimes chat bots don't work, and I was trying to buy a docking station for my computer, and um, I I went online and pulled it up, and uh, it says, "Click here if you have a question or whatever." And I clicked, or, or no, actually, it popped up. Is there anything I can help you with? You know, the interactive. Uh, intelligent assistant that's in the computer you know, on their server and I said I am interested in knowing if the docking station will charge the computer um, while, while it's you know, docked and the question comes back to me which computer are you interested in purchasing and I, I, I'm not interested in purchasing the computer, I'm interested in the docking station, will it charge the computer when the computer is docked and it asked me the same question again Very frustrated. I then went to the phone. Immediately the phone is answered by somebody, which to me is a good sign. And this person says to me, What's your account number? Um, I don't know. Don't remember. She goes, Well, give me your phone number. And I go, Do you have the phone number? She goes, Yes, but I need you to confirm it. Well, she's got caller ID. So she could ask me (laughs) she could ask me a couple of questions, but no. She I give her my phone number, she gives me my account number and suggests that I save that for future. I said, Okay, thanks. What am I interested in? I told her. She says, let me connect you with the proper sales department. She sends me to the sales department. A guy answers the phone. What do you think the first question he asked was? What's my account number? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, this is ridiculous. But, I mean, we could beat this, you know, horse to death. We could beat a dead horse to death, <laughs> even more so with this. Well, but but that's so frustrating, and that's why all these tools that we're talking about, they're not all that sophisticated. The sophisticated to, we haven't even begun to get into what the true sophistication is. That would just be like it's over my head, and and that's not what this show's about. But man, we're talking about simplistic ways of using th- this technology to create a great experience, and it's not that expensive anymore, and it's easily accessible.
1: Yeah, and when when you think about it, the way you just described, a lot of the role of AI going forward is to is to help you become more simple, to hide the complex. Right, your, your customers shouldn't be subject easy, simple, yeah. frictionless. Right, your, your customers, your 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 employees alike. So we talked we talked a while about how does it change our jobs? Again, to your employees, they're not dealing with this frustrated customer that's been bounced around like a volleyball, and now is is, is frustrated and trying to get their, their need met after, after talking to the third person. Right, and fix their system, and it, it makes our jobs better. So it it. it it changes our jobs. It, it doesn't uh, get rid of them. It doesn't uh, you know, throw them out. But it does change them. Right. And, and, and I think more for the better. It makes us focus on the things that really add value. Every, every employee wants to add more value in their day. And they, they want to have the headaches stripped away. And they just want to be able to focus on... Um, on those outcomes, the business really wants, which is that customer centricity now more and more. All
0: right. right and, and AI and, is not going to read your mind and it's not going to take over the world. All right. We are going uh, – we're almost out of time, and I always ask this question. It's the final question, and it's the one thing question. And I didn't prep you on this. I usually do, and I apologize for that. But I want you to think. Is there something that you said uh, that you uh, want to reiterate, or is there one last point you want to make about AI and the customer experience? What is it?
1: Uh, I, I would say, say this. It's, it's that AI is, is not about something you might want to consider if you're dealing uh, with, especially in a B2C uh, type of a, a business. It, it's that you, you have to be adopting these types of technologies uh, to move with your competition to, to to understand that it's not just you that are thinking about these things, your competition are talking about these things right now. And if you don't have a serious strategy in place with how you're going to begin to move to transform your in, inner operations, as well as your outward customer facing experience using AI, you will be behind and your market will be aware of that. Right. And I would encourage everyone on today's session to engage with a partner, whoever that is, a wonderful consulting company, a wonderful software company, to share their expertise with you on how you should be thinking about this problem and force them to show you some, what I think about is quick wins. How do I make this not a two-year science project just to find out it didn't quite match my expectation? How do I stand something up in 90 days and test and learn some things and prove to the business this is worthwhile. That is what your your challenge needs to be to them.
0: I love it. So, yeah, let's not make it a science project. And at the end, what we're trying to do is simply create a better customer experience. And if your competition is starting to think about it and even do it, you need to do the same. It makes life better for both customers and employees, uh, which is a great benefit. And I, I, I love this conversation we had. I can go on and on. This is why we call this Amazing Business Radio. Jeff, thank you so much for being on the show, man. This has been awesome. Thank you, Jeff. All right. So, everybody, that was Jeff Nicholson, the vice president of CRM product marketing for Pegasystems. A genius, at least in my mind, Okay, when it comes to AI, artificial intelligence, marketing, uh, creating an amazing customer experience. So you've been listening to Amazing Business Radio. My name's Shep Hyken, and until next time, I always remind you to be amazing.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.